the Office of UM Industry and Community Engagement, UMICE, identifies and connects UM researchers, staff and students with industry, government and community groups which are interested in research, commercialization and outreach activities. U-Start Global Spotlight Series brings you superstars, speakers to inspire startup growth strategy. Uh, hi everyone, uh, Yasmin asked me to kind of keep you entertained. <laughs> so, uh, I wish I was a comedian. <laughs> um, yeah, I guess if you're here, you're probably a person who is also interested in entrepreneurship. And, um, you know, rather than me telling you a little bit, uh, I you know, want to kind of use this session. Uh, I'll give you a little bit. In fact, I've prepared a little bit to talk about, uh, you know, I had a little bit of time uh, that Yasmin has already given me uh, later to talk a bit about uh, NUS Enterprise and also what we do for the startup uh, ecosystem in Singapore and particularly in the university itself. Uh, I think universities are the answer to the nation's um, you know, response to uh, economic growth and the future uh, because this is where the wealth of uh, knowledge uh, should come. And therefore, if there's any, uh, you know, new technology and inventions and uh, industry disruption, it should come from the university itself. Um, uh, so that's, that's a preemptum to that. But uh, more than this, if you look at um, the uh, university and, you know, from a startup scene, I do want to actually leave this opportunity to uh, have you ask me questions, actually. Uh, you know about startups and if you're interested. So let me start by kind of bravely ask this question. How many of you are in any way or in a small way interested in doing startups? Raise your hand. Oh, very good. Wow. Okay. We have about 30% of you. Wonderful. Um, and um, what are your concerns about doing a startup or, you know, uh, when you look at a startup environment? So yes, funding is uh, um, uh, probably one of the first questions that is always being asked. Um, and I would say that, you know, yes, uh, depending on your uh, environment, where you are from, uh, in Singapore, uh, we're fortunate that, you know, the government does provide quite a bit of uh, support in this area, although less now than in the past. Um, but let me say also that, you know, sometimes funding need not be the only barrier or should not be a barrier. Uh, one of the things I believe in is if you have a good idea, um, you know, uh, it, it will be easily funded. Um, I, I just saw on my, um, I don't know whether it's Instagram or Facebook post, um, one of the companies that we were um, trying to support uh, to... Scientists from the research group uh, from stem cells, uh, they're doing an amazing thing. Sounds a bit um, uh, out of this world. They're using stem cells uh, technology to clone uh, prawn cells to make prawns. <laughs> okay, and they're going to 3D print prawns. Um, idea sounds uh, quite wild, um, but they just got, if I'm not wrong, uh, funding, uh, and this is angels, angel round funding, 4.3 million. Um, why? Because they are, try, they are solving 
a food problem and that's something that you know uh, everyone is looking for so if you have a good, my my main point here is if you have a good idea you know certainly um uh, you know it can be funded and i think how do you make your idea good or, or uh, you know you must be able to show it in that sense and therefore build a prototype uh show that there is a big enough addressable market not just a market but an addressable market you know i i look at uh the companies that we have um supported and incubated um it actually requires a lot of um sheer perseverance okay uh i like to use the term uh very die hard uh you know i i Uh, last month i got i saw one of my companies really i thought he will never survive you know um uh, but fortunately he managed to get uh, his first round of funding for tr- almost two years another scientist that came out uh, uh from the research center and um you know for almost two plus years he he actually did something that analyzes uh, sound and they are able to detect uh different sound uh waves in that sense and he was he, he his uh, technology is able to identify a shout so actually the the idea was uh if you're able to detect that then you know what you can do is uh you know for um to place these sensors within a home that has um elderly people and therefore uh you know singapore we have this thing that for elderly homes you pull a red cord but the idea here is a bit funny because if you fall on the floor how are you going to run to the red cord and pull it right so if the natural thing is when you fall you shout and and therefore the uh, sensor is able to do this analysis but coming back to this entrepreneur you know for almost almost 3 years i think he really tried to um you know at the very uh, early stage get all his um whatever he can scrounge out literally and he has a family that, that's the most difficult part but you know i'm glad to say that uh last month he was able to get his funding so on sustainability i think at different stages um of course at, at all points you must be prudent uh, even when you get funding uh you know you have to be very careful about what you uh, uh spend on also one of the things i must say you know uh, i'm i'm still learning from this area because i only dived uh, deeply into this area of uh, what i term as deep tank and deep tech to me is defined as technology that is not easily replicable often patentable so in in this area yes medical device is not an easy area it's very different from an uh, it ict kind of solution where i kind of simply put if you have uh, 2 gigs and a computer you can get something going um but for medical device there's a lot to do uh there's proving to the different medical uh audiences meaning doctors even your patients hospitals and all that so that becomes a, a bit of a problem so one of the things i would say in a medical device you really have to plan for a long gestation period there's a lot of processes and depending on uh what class of uh, approvals you need for the medical side uh is going to take a long time if you really need to go through clinical trials then you know Uh, uh your usual clinical trial is 7 years so that's that's really taking a long time but uh you know one of the things i would say yes you know um give yourself a lot of time um work with corporates 
and uh, partners in that sense. So uh, one of the things I'm trying to do for all my medical uh, companies is to link them up with corporates, link them up with people who understand the environment. And now there are a lot of um, associations in this medical field uh, you know, uh, that are also in this space. And they are excellent uh, help as well for connectivity. And that's all we have for this podcast episode. Tune in to more podcasts only at efm.live.